You're not a real man. Welcome to Grouch the Apples, the podcast that is the most under-budgeted podcast, the most nomadic podcast in all of podcast world. <laughs> 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 oh. Is that like an amusement park? Uh-huh. Over here we have under-budgeted podcast. In, in, in all the podcast world. <laughs> the one and only podcast where you get this. Mess. This giant mess. <laughs> that is called Grapples to Apples. Or was it Survivor Series? We, we, we talk about everything. And I mean everything. <laughs> From wrestling. To whether or not Black Friday better than Cyber Monday. Did we do that last week? We just did that. On Tuesday last week, on the weekly. That's exactly the question that I posed. This is Groundhog's Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a theme I'm running with, guys. So here at Podcast um, so I, Land, this is No, it's Podcast Groundhog. World. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's maybe been 30 seconds. I'm already choking to death. Oh. Uh, well, welcome, Internet. Oh, oh, guys. I am the one, the only, Professor Shades, joined by no accents today, please. The one, the only, Maddie Bizzle, double Z, double E. Thank you for tuning in to our um, train crash that we uh, bring to you. I believe you're looking for a train wreck. Same thing. It's a crash. It's a, it's a crash. Why do you have to make fancy words? Because I am the, p- the poetarian, Will. The thrill. You still haven't ridden me any poems, so I don't believe this yet. You never told me when to start. I told you when to start. You, he I did actually tell you when, when to start. When? As it oh, as well start before, and no advance me. Before the end of the month. Bro, y'all gotta give me a fresh start. Give me yeah, a fresh start. Why, why, why are you just not doing any poems, Mr. Poetary? Uh, eat a poem. <laughs> eat a poem. You heard it first. <laughs> Buy them at our uh, poet, poem store. <laughs> so, today <laughs> we're gonna be the Black Friday sale. <laughs> We don't have merch. We don't have a Black Friday sale. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples2Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. Maybe you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast, the Google Play Music. Maybe you're pirating this on LimeWire. Does no, that no, still exist? No, no. LimeWire, I think, ate itself alive. I don't know. It gave itself an STD. <laughs> it destroyed itself. Oh boy. Ooh. So, sticking with the theme of our podcast, because we're all over the place tonight, we're going to be covering Survivor Series, which was all <laughs> over the place tonight. Um, we went into this with very little hopes. Very true. Um, I, I We come out of this, and I still have... Less hopes. Less hope. <laughs> so, instead of hope, I would say for myself, I came in with a lot of questions, and I left with a lot of questions. Well, I, I, I came in with like nothing good can come of this and nothing good came of this especially our very own Maddie Bizzle double Z double E with clean sweep 8 and O tonight ooh, ooh. who was talking what oh what California what? is burning yes right, bro yes the fact that Matt went you know makes you question everything in life East Coast Beast Coast what you want me to tell you what East Coast and Beast <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. I don't. I mean, that should start doing drugs. I don't know. <laughs> I can connect. Let's do that. So, I don't understand what they were really doing here. Well, hold on a second. We can't start talking about the show. The match hasn't started yet. No one rang the bell. Oh, I was trying to do the uh, Kyoto thing where he didn't do his job. <laughs> William, my apologies. Ring that bell. So let's let, let's let's start off slow. Because this match was going too fast, filled with botches. Start on the pre-show. Oh, you are asthmatic, aren't you? I'm dying. You're get your asthma on the podcast. What can I say? I gotta kill some things. So we've had your dog on the podcast and now Matt's asthma on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta do something else. 
<laughs> I don't know what, but it's a stick. I need a stick, right? You got muscle and asthma. You got it. So, pre-show, we have one match. The 10-man jumbled mess that was the Raw, Raw Tag Team Tag Teams versus the SmackDown Tag Team Tag Teams. Yeah. And... 10 on 10s Survivor Series Tag Team Elimination Match. And if your partner get got eliminated, the entire <coughs> team is eliminated, and you go from there. Lucha House Party. I love what they do in the ring. They're fast, they're energetic. But they were in the ring with guys who don't move that quickly. Right. So, let's <clears> look <throat> the teams here. Team SmackDown was captained by the Usos. Uh, they were joined by the New Day, Sanity, Gals and Anderson, and the Cologne, who I did not know on the, on the roster still. On Team Raw, we had what I've been calling Glorious Gable. Which is Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Who were the captains? Who were the team captains, right? Uh, they were joined by the Revival, B Team, Lucha House Party, aforementioned Lucha House Party, and the Ascension. So, as you were saying, Jeremy, the Lucha House Party was kind of. The problem with Lucha House Party is that they're this quick Lucha Cruiserweight trio, and they're in a match with no one who fits that style. The closest. The Usos. I was gonna say the clones, because the clones also come from like a um, a similar background. Then I mean they're not luchadors, but yeah, but because they don't get a lot of airtime, a lot of playtime, so you don't really get to see what they can do. I would say the, in terms of speed, the mm. Usos are the only ones for that sure, can keep up. For sure, in terms of style, like the clones were the only ones who didn't look like a sheer mess mm -hmm. when they were in the ring with the Lucha House Party. Carl Anderson, because <laughs> they're entirely different styles; they just didn't mesh. You know, Carlin is the technical guy. Mm -hmm. I and mean, Lucha House Party are cruiserweights. They're luchadors. I mean, the thing is, different styles can match. Right. Um, but there was just too many different styles. Yeah, there was, there was, there it was, was like... A lot of bodies, a lot of styles. Mm -hmm. None of them were AJ. And it just... <laughs> oh, man. No, come on, no. Hey, listen, man, it's too soon, okay? Come on, that was good, that was good. It went it was... from not being on the main event to not even being on the show. Thank you, thank you, Shades. Thank you. That was, no, that, was, that was a good one. That was a good one. Seamless. That was so good. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I'll give you. I'll give you. Damn. I need the dab Wait, damn ball real quick. The mess. The mess. The mess. Yeah. The mess. The mess that we had. The match was a mess. The first half of the match was a complete mess. These are guys who don't work a lot together. Who don't work a lot. Period. And so you can see that they just. They were struggling to be on the same page. There was no chemistry. It wasn't until it got whittled down to about two teams on each side that we started to see some cohesion. It's a lot easier to get eight wrestlers to, on board to, to as opposed to 20 or you right, know, 16. Right. Like that. And it was more than 20 because you have um, three members of the House Party, so Ooh. one person outside. Well, let's, let's get to that later. And three men, three members of Sanity, and three members of New Day. Mm -hmm. So you have three extra guys. And twenty-three people there. Right, so you have twenty-three people involved in this match. Mm -hmm. So once it got down to eight, it's a lot easier for them to to work around, and then it got exciting. It got interesting. Now back to Lucha House Party. This was something that was interesting to me for two reasons. <laughs> One, because I've never seen this before, mm -hmm. and B, because the announced team was all over it. Mm-hmm. So, let's set this up. Kalisto was in the ring. I forget who he was up against. I want to say Xavier Woods. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. He had some sort of move where he landed on his feet and his knee buckled under him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, something's, you know, it looks like he something came down on his knee or something like that. And you can tell his knee was bothering him for the whole match. For the, you know, he tried to walk it off. He tried to stay in it. And it just wasn't happening. So he tags himself out, and he rolls out of the ring. And I'm, I'm looking, because I'm a loser, so I'm watching the, what's going so on. So was I. And he's talking to the rest of the Lucha House Party, and he's talking to... Grand Matalik, no? Yeah, but he's also talking to um, somebody else on that raw side. I want to say maybe he was talking to the Revival. Oh, Bobby Roode. He was talking to Bobby Roode, I'm sorry. So Bobby Roode, Kalisto, 
and whoever else from the Justice Party, they're all talking and they're having a conversation. And then the next thing you know... I didn't know Bobby spoke Spanish. You're so stupid. That's racist, I'm sorry. So then Grandma Talik pops up onto the apron, takes over for Kalisto. Corey Graves is all over it. And Corey's all over it. Mm -hmm. Now what I'm thinking, and this makes sense, following, is instead of just playing it and having them like drop out, Mm-hmm. They said, Grandma Talik, take over for him and just fill in for his yeah, spots. Yeah, via the Freebird uh, rule. Right. And that, to me, the only reason they did that is because there was a spot later on in the match where they both did springboard moonsaults. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that was supposed to be a spot for Kalisto, blah, blah, blah. But did Kalisto really hurt himself? I think he did. Okay. Because the dude was sitting, he was on the floor applauding from, like, the seat position. That did not stand up until they were eliminated. He could be just working it could be it could have been a work it looked <laughs> legit to me to me i don't know what do i know but other than that it was a mess of a match it got better towards the end um the usos won yes the super uh super kick party yeah <laughs> super kick party uh the usos i think it was jay went for the Uso splash mm-hmm. did the roman reigns fist pump yep as he was doing it, a little Mox Roman who's, you know, uh, dealing with leukemia stuff. Mm-hmm. And they went over one, two, three. And that was the only, uh, was this the only, 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 no, only match on the pre-show. Yes. A two-hour pre-show, one, one match. match. And then the match was... Well, the match is pretty long. I mean, it, it went for some, some time. 22. Mm-hmm. But it was pointless because throughout the night as they were keeping score of Raw vs. SmackDown, this match was not taken into consideration. Yeah, and that is the one thing that drove me insane was... Doesn't make any sense. What's the point of having this match? Exactly. So now, now, what, do pre-show matches, are, do they nothing now? Apparently. So, like, if a title change happens on the pre-show, Doesn't we shouldn't happen. worry about it because it's not in continuity with the actual main roster? Does it, well, <laughs> I mean, they reserved that for 205 Live before, which apparently they didn't care about. <clears throat> but wait a minute. Well, do they? After today... People must have cared about 205 Live. They might. We'll see what happens. So let's move on to the main card. William, open us up with the uh, Survivor Series main card. What do we have? Well, we start with the women's 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination match. Now, during the pre-show, there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say controversy, but a lot of back and forth on Hollow Blue. Originally on the Raw team was Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, uh, Natalia, and Ruby Riot. During a backstage segment during the pre-show, Ruby Riot, Seth Simmons, and Natalia instigating a fight. They got into a fight, and Alexa Bliss, who was a team captain, said, if you two can't get along, you're not going to be on the team. And at the time, it seemed like a threat, but almost immediately, they put up a graphic showing that two women were no longer on the team. Yeah, yeah you messaged me, because um, we weren't watching uh, the pay-per-view together. You messaged me like, yo, uh, Natalia and Ruby Ryder off the team? And I was like, no. They, She's like, oh, get it together or you're, or you're off the team. Yeah. And then you're like, nah, they, they put up a graphic with they're not there anymore. Yeah. I was like, I must have missed that because I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to another backstage segment and they're they're discussing the, the two women aren't there. And I was like, oh, they're going to plug Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks into this. So it wasn't Becky Lynch because she's... I mean, excuse me. I, I, you know, I've been calling Bailey Becky Lynch all night. That's so weird. So before I got they, Becky on the brain. I don't know. I think I'm. Everyone's got Becky on the brain. Yeah. So, I think before they announced their replacements, there was a matter of the fifth member of Team SmackDown. So again, during the <coughs> pre-show, bless you. My apologies. that boy? So again, during the pre-show, uh, they had the four women of Team SmackDown: Naomi, Carmella, Sonya Deville, and Asuka, and. Car- and Naomi was like, I'm going to be the captain now. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Uh, so she became the Team SmackDown's captain. And she named Mandy Rose to be the fifth member of the team. Which she didn't like. I'm not a fan of it either. I don't like Mandy Rose, period. I, I do. She's not bad. But who was the captain of the It was named to be Charlotte, Charlotte. But Charlotte never really accepted it. Because she was reeling from the Becky feud. Becky thing. She was like, oh, my feelings are hurt. So... A little off topic, but actually, for this match, I was reading um, articles somewhere. I don't remember where exactly. That Paige actually cleared to wrestle. What? I I did hear something about this or something being set up to set up a Paige return, mm-hmm. but then she quickly turned around and was like, "No, she's like, no, I'm not no, gonna do it. If I take another bump, I may not be able to walk ever again." 
Mm-hmm. So, no. Mm. Which I'm happy that Paige understands. Listen. That's true. I, like, this is not going to happen. I think I was, watching, I was listening to um, Edging Christian's podcast. Mm-hmm. Ah. And they brought this up. Okay. And, you know, Paige seems to have accepted that, you know, it was just... I mean, she was really rough for her. Yeah, but, I mean, of course, it's, you, you, you're doing something that you love and you can't do it anymore. You know, at the capacity that you want to do it. She grew up in it. She grew know? up in it. That was my point. Right. She's, she's only, like, what, 25, maybe? And she's done it for at least... Oh, she's like done that. it since she was 13. 12. 12, sorry. I, was, I only know it because I, was, I actually watched the documentary today, the original um, Fighting With My Family documentary. Ah. And like, uh, she didn't even care about wrestling. But someone on the show had to pull out. And because she knew everything, they're just she was like, "Fine, I'll do it." And then from that first night where she did it just to fill in, mm-hmm. she fell in love with it. And Man. Over. Uh, huh. So yeah, but. so back to the main card match. So we did end up with Bailey and Sasha Banks being named to Team Raw, Mandy Rose being named to Team SmackDown. So the teams were Mickey James, Nia Jax, Timmy Bailey, and Sasha Banks for Team Raw, captained by Alexa Bliss, who was not competing, and then Naomi, Carmella, Sonya Deville, uh, Asuka, and Mandy Rose for Team SmackDown. Uh, this was a, it was an okay match. Nothing crazy, nothing special, nothing that made me go, oh man, this is awful. The thing that set out the most, obviously, um, the elephant in the room would be Nia Jax and yeah. the... She got booed. I mean, she came out, and usually you hear the boos and you hear her, like, her entrance music. I did not hear her entrance music. I heard just <clears throat> straight boos. Yeah. Sonya Deville, I thought, had a good showing. I want to get to that. Okay. She, she had a... They booked, booked her very strong. Mm-hmm. But, um... I thought they booked Mandy Rose too strong, in my opinion. Just a bit. Because she's but I think they just, anything. I think they can start a feud. That's why. Between the two of them. And Mandy Rose is going to go over. Yeah, unfortunately. That's enough. First anyway. elimination was on SmackDown, or was it on? The first elimination came quickly, and it was Naomi, the team captain. Yeah, I really? super kicked by Tamina. Right. So I was not crazy about that, because she's a team captain, and she's Naomi. Eh. Why is she eating the first pin right off the bat? Which is the first time we'll see something similar. He was like half the new Jays. So, regardless. So, I mean, I'm, Bailey and Sonya Deville had a... They, Carry each other out, double, double count, count out. Out. which again I think goes to show that they're trying to book Sonya strong because Bailey is what they hold in high regard. WWE. Well, isn't Sonya? No, no Sonya Deville is not part of the four horse when Shayna no. Baszler, Marina um, Schaefer, uh, just Jasmine Duke, and, and Ronda Rousey. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just they're all MMA, so I was like, they took. That's why they moved Sonya from Raw to SmackDown to get her away from Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. so they don't have you know Warring. MMA backgrounds on the same show. Uh. Um. Asuka, let's see. Was it we had the, for 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 the most part the match was pretty like it's pretty okay. by the number. Yeah, by the books I mean, those. we had Sasha Banks going up to the top rope towards the end of the match, mm. and Nia Jax yeah. just completely pushed her off into the Asuka lock. Right, and she tapped. Now, from a like kayfabe competitive perspective, that makes no sense because she's your teammate. Why did you just eliminate your own teammate? She's a heel. I. And that's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. From a competitive KV perspective, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. From a heel character perspective, more heat is more heat. Feed me more heat. Well, for her, it's, it's I would say it's more like, hey, I beat Oscar. Right. You didn't. Right. She she wants to leave no you know no stone unturned. She wants to make sure that she's the last woman that you know one that one for her team. Um. I think Naya and Mickey James were the sole survivors. No. I don't remember Mickey James being a social partner, to be honest. I don't remember being eliminated. I don't remember being eliminated either. I like, I like, she, yeah, she took a bump. She just like disappeared. I remember Sasha getting eliminated. Obviously, she was the last one. Mm-hmm. Bailey got eliminated by countout. Tamina got eliminated by Carmella right after the Naomi elimination. Naomi mm-hmm. went off first. Sonya Deville double countout. How many Rose eliminated? I don't remember. Either way. Oh, um, Banks the no. Yes. Not the bank statement. Yeah. That was uh, Carmella. Carmella had the bank statement? Yes. I want to say. Okay. I don't remember how Indy Rose got. Mm-hmm. Anyway, point is, the heat monster that is Nia Jax was fed more heat, and she the heat machine. She, she is, is, she is playing that whole 
hand thing. And I stated to you guys when I got here, mm. um, the video package they showed for the whole uh, brawl between both women rosters was Ronda Rousey, after she got beat up, she came down and she, she went attacked both the Iconics. Mm-hmm. And she hit Peyton Royce first, and then she mm-hmm. hit Billy Kay, mm-hmm. and she pulled her punch. Mm-hmm. So she hit her, but she kind of like, um... Yeah, she let up a little bit. And she let up. How? Ronda Rousey, who's green as all heck, mm-hmm. knows how to pull her punch. But Nia Jax, who's been on the rock for what, five years, can't pull her punch? You don't know how to pull a punch? Are you kidding me? What's crazy to me is Brian Zane from Wrestling with the Regret. He was saying that, if, oh, it's a work punch, unless your thumb is out, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm sorry. I don't care if your thumb is out or in. If you're following through mm-hmm. the way she did, it's not a, a work this punch. Is, it doesn't matter if your thumb is in or out. If you, the follow through. If you're still saying. generating power. She no. followed through. That's, not, <clears> that's <throat> a shoot punch. It's not a work punch. Mm-hmm. Like, if, I wanna, if I'm like wrestling with you, Matt, and I want to throw you a punch, I'm not going to follow through. I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to, like, I'll, I'll stop here. I'm not going to go all the way. He just, just beat me up. Not. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so, yeah, the heat machine proceeds to be a heat machine. And she's going she, to... WWE is lucky that they pulled her, they, they turned her heel her. two weeks ago. Because mm-hmm. if she was a face when this happened... Oh, she's dead in the water. Forget it. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the first... Chambers of Champion match. Matty Bizzle, talk to me. Uh, so we had the mid card showing up. Um, Seth comes out. He's rocking his half raw, half burning down shirt. I'm liking it. You guys are hating it, yes? He did the same thing last year with half shield, half raw, and I hate it. I think it's in poor taste that he said burn it down and they're in California. With the first fire <laughs> going on. I'm laughing, but you're I not entirely wait. wrong. And the whole crowd screen burned it down. I was like, oh, that's, that's a poor taste. <laughs> you guys like some homeless person, like, come on, man. <laughs> yes, because homeless people just live in the forest out there. They're homeless now because their house got burned down, guy. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Oh, my God. They have insurance money. Tell, tell, the, tell the match. Um, so, uh, Rons comes out. Shinsuke follows. And Shinsuke decked out in all blue. All blue. He looked mad weird to me. He, he looked like a, a member of the Blue Man Group. He looked ridiculous. <laughs> blue World Order coming in. I look, ooh, nice reference. <laughs> I was like, yo, is Shinsuke secretly the Blue Power Ranger? Like, what's happening right now? Well, he had the leather thing on under the SmackDown shirt. It was all blue everything. It was all blue everything. Did they get torn up throughout the match? Yeah. And it was a solid match. Um, they gave him plenty of time. Yeah, they did. 20 minutes. Half. Yep. So, um, there, I felt like there were parts where it was a little slower tempered, but um, they all had their spots, and it worked for the best. Um, Rollins goes over with the, the stump. stump, whatever you're going to call it, at the end of the night. What surprised me was no Ambrose, I think. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. But, but you know what? I, after we did predictions, I sat up in my house, like laying down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it, if Ambrose shows up, it doesn't stick with the consistency of him just not showing up at all. If he showed up, like right, I like that he didn't show up because it stays consistent. But he showed up after he after when Seth lost the tag titles, he showed up and beat one, up Seth. Yeah, one time. That's it. Yeah, but that was he last sh- time. But he he doesn't have to show up now. He's a lunatic time. <laughs> he doesn't he not want to be called lunatic anymore. Yeah, he's gonna find me. I'll beat him up. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, so yeah, Rollins was over with Rollins the stamp. Rollins was over with the stamp. With a stamp. A decent <laughs> match. Nothing to write home about. Yeah. Like I said, this match was good. This match had the potential to be match of the night, but it was. I'm thinking it might have been match of the night just because it was. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. It was deemed 22 minutes, basically, and it was just. I was like, oh, okay. And they got beat by a shorter match. <clears throat> but of course. Yeah. That's your boys, so... We had had another another tag, another champion champion match. Followed. Jeremy. Shades. Why tell us about that? It's Professor Shades to you. I'm sorry, Professor. Is that Spectacles? I see that. Specs. Specs. Excuse me, George Washington. So we had the monster, the the strongly booked AOP, because they're not the authors of pain anymore. And uh, we had the bad. 
Yeah. So, big show. Well, Drake Maverick being the, uh, I was going to say the valet, but the manager for Poor Drake Maverick. AOP and Big Show being the third member of the bar now, I guess. Yes. He, technically. Sure. See, from what I heard, this match was a peeping pile of crap. Like, it was poorly booked, terrible, like... I didn't technically watch this match because you fell asleep. I took a nap. <laughs> so it was for me the beginning of the match. It wasn't a long match anyway. It was no. ten minutes, but it was boring. This match was a match that was a match because it was a match that was a match. If that's all if this, if they weren't tag team champions, this match wouldn't happen. Correct. What kills me is the ending was so unnecessary. Mm. So the finish. So Drake Maverick puts. The foot of one of the AOP members on the rope to break up a count. Cesaro sees it, gets pissed off, chases after Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick is running around the ring, walks and runs to the Big Show. Big Show picks him up by the throat, has him on the apron. And he's just standing there holding him by the throat. And now, there's two things here there's what actually happened, and then there's what they want to look like it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Drake Maverick's hand the entire time. I'm like, what is he fidgeting with? Mm-hmm. What was he fidgeting with? And then I found out when it comes to what they actually want us all to think. And what did they want us to think? That Drake Maverick urinated on himself mm. out of fear from the big show. And all I thought to myself, and I said this to, like, we have this, like, shared um, Facebook thread with our other friends and family that also watch professional wrestling. And I said, what the F was that? Because what was that? Mm-hmm. Like, are we 12? Are we back in, like, a time where we're embarrassing people by making them urinate on themselves? Like, because he's small? Like, I, I don't understand, A, how old is Vince? And B, what year does Vince think it is? Benjamin Bunning it. And C, why does he hate Drake Maverick? Because you, how does he recover from this? Okay, so, like I said, I, I stated earlier, I fell asleep. I'm happy I did because you basically blacklisted your GM for 205 Live. Like, no one's going to listen. Seriously, no one's going to take him seriously after he urinates himself. Well, he beat his pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> what am I going to take from you? So, no. Let me, don't, don't, don't. What's uh, the Kevin Hart thing? It's like, you want me to get Steve? <laughs> so you want me to get a big show? Like, right. Uh, I, uh, they're going up the ramp, and he's like rubbing his. I was like, you know, I, seriously? It was. That is just. It was frustrating because I felt like it was, I thought we were past this. I thought WWE was past embarrassing their performers for no reason. You were wrong. Right? You were wrong. You were wrong. Oh boy, you were wrong. <clears throat> but AOP goes over. Yep. Which they should have. The right thing went over. Yes, of course. They need to establish themselves and beating bars an establishment for themselves. I mean, it was even <clears throat> come at the expense of just, you know, the bar was too busy laughing at Drake Maverick peeing himself. But whatever. So far, on their card count, Raw's up. 3-0. On our card count, Raw's up 3-1. Right. Next, the only match that didn't have Raw or SmackDown in it, William, walk us through it. So this was the Cruiserweight Championship match between Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this right now, and I will fight anybody who says different. This is the match of the night. Absolutely. This match is exactly why more people need to watch Rule 5 Live. This match is why it's better that 205 Live is now being recorded and filmed before SmackDown instead of after. Mm-hmm. This match is what we could be getting if WWE invests time in their cruiserweights. This was storytelling at its best. You had Buddy Murphy, who is the powerhouse juggernaut. You know, he's the juggernaut of 205 Live. And I, I said no, no accent. I know, I'm sorry. I was too Nigel McGinnis, I'm sorry. Um, and then Mustafa Ali is, you know, he's the heart of 205 Live. So you have strength versus heart. And, like, they told that story where, like, Buddy Murphy was throwing Mustafa around, but Mustafa was throwing out 
anything and everything that he could mm-hmm. because he was not going to go down. And we had spots like a Spanish fly off the, not through the announce table, off the announce table onto the floor. It was just like they pulled out all the stops. They were, they, were hit, run, they were working stiff, they were working fast, they were working energy. The crowd was chanting, this is awesome. The fact that we had a big four pay-per-view crowd chanting, this is awesome for a cruiserweight match, I think is a big deal for 205 Live in the cruiserweight division. This is the second time that we've had them on the card for pay-per-view, and they showed out. With Buddy Murphy and Cedric, uh, Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer, and Cedric Alexander had that match at Super Showdown in Australia, they showed out. Mm-hmm. Mustafa and Buddy, they showed out. I'll tell you something right now. I didn't watch 205 Live before this. Mm-hmm. I will be watching 205 Live on Wednesday. It's just they have such good talent that when you let them do what they do, mm-hmm. they can do this. I'm glad that WWE did not stick them on the pre-show. They put them in the middle of the card. Mm-hmm. They said, all right, we're halfway through. Yep. Throw these boys out there. Directly in the middle between Smack the pre-show and what you call it. Smack them in said, go out there and do your thing, boys. And they did, and they killed it. And I couldn't be happy for these guys. Match of the night. No question. Oh, and Buddy Murphy went over with um, Murphy's Law. So, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, the I, get next... I get a little excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't blame you. Well, the cruiserweight division was super important to me when I was younger. And then they killed it with Hornswell. And oh, see, like, okay, so. Buried. Different, different cruiserweight divisions. Yeah. Because I was just like. I think WCW. Yeah, that, that's the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Like, if they can get back to that. Like, but they could. They just don't do it because they don't know how to. Like, the, like the, the cruiserweight division after the invasion angle was kind of mad for me. Right. Mm. Because it was like, uh, I mean, like Chavo Guerrero. He was like, you know, in his 30s already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, an older Billy Kidman. Right. So I was like, man, whatever. And then Jacqueline wins the Cruiserweight title. So right. or whatever. Right. But if they can. For if, me, if, it's if, all Paul if, London and um, Paul London, Shane Helms. Uh, what do you call it? Chavo Guerrero. Who are good ones in their own right. It's just a whole different class. Yeah. Like if Dean we, Malenko, Chris Jericho. Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero Hoobintu, Ray Guerrero, Mario, Mysterio, Hoobintu. Billy Kidman. But here's the thing. Those guys Psychosis. Those guys had been built up into the heavyweight division by the time that the cruiserweight was at when I was watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. So, like, the cruiserweight is a building block to that. And if they can start and so do that. So, here's the it was accidentally. No, no, no. Okay, or it so can be a building block. It, sh- it should be. But in WCW, it was not. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. like they were held down, and it became a building block because they got so fed up. They went to WWF, and the WWF built them up. Mm-hmm. But this is not the cruiserweight episode. Yeah, <laughs> no. could, I could probably do a whole episode about the whole cruiserweight from WCW to ruthless aggression to now. Maybe we should do that one day. Uh, I mean, possibly. Yeah. Well, like I said. Let's let's well, let's, let's table that. Was Hornswoggle and then they buried it in the backyard and they forgot about it, and now it makes importance again. So, yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> that was the cruiserweight division. Double Z, double E. Tell me what happened on the sixth match of the night. So we had the traditional Survivor Series five on five Raw versus SmackDown match. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor. Bobby Lashley. Uh, Lashley. 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 Accompanied, of course, by Leo Rush and Baron Corbin. The captain and acting general manager. That's right. Acting quote unquote general manager. Whatever. Um, who were going against Team SmackDown? Uh, team captain, The Miz. Shane McMahon. First of all, best in the world, Shane McMahon. Oh, my, uh, my and, apologies. And, and two-thirds best in the world, The Miz. Yes. Two-thirds best in the world, Miz. Two-thirds best in the world, Team Captain Miz. Best in the world, Shane McMahon. Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. So, um, match starts off with Samoa Joe just putting everyone in sleepers. Coquita. He wasn't, didn't go all the way down, so that's why. He's set up to him. Yeah, exactly. So we had like three people in that, and then quick reversal, and he's out for the count. One, two, three. Drew McIntyre, champion of the people. Most legit guy on the team. It's limited to like two seconds. Yeah. Unreal. 
Bro, I wanted to, like, throw everything. There was only two um, eliminations that really pissed me off. Okay. That elimination, yeah. Smogo getting eliminated, and the way he got eliminated, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. Rey Mysterio eliminating Finn Balor. Yeah. Hmm. I figured that would bother you. That bothered me for sure. Oh, yeah, you were, you were irate. Ugh. Mm. But um, that was the end of Samoa Joe. I'm not going to go through each. Should I go through each? So, so no, highlight, need to go let's go some highlights. Some highlights include Shane McMahon driving the elbow through Braun well, Strowman on the table. That was the entire oh, yeah. SmackDown locker room um, um, team beating up on Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah. And Shane doing his patented diving elbow through from the top mm -hmm. rope to the outside announcer's table. Shane doing a ghost to coast. Yep. Twice? Twice. No. no. Attempting well, he missed, he attempted the second one, and then Braun caught him and killed him. Um, and I, uh, forgive me for forgetting who said it. I think it was Michael Cole. Oh, he said Shane O'Splat. Yeah. <laughs> and I lost it. Hugo calls me. He goes, bro, I hate Michael Cole. I'm like, what happened? He said Shane O'Splat. And I was like, oh, I was too busy laughing to hear what happened. But I guess he said that. <laughs> he said Shane O'Splat. And I said, <laughs> no. Whose pants is this? But anyway, I mean... Um, for the most part, I mean, they gave Finn a lot of time, and Finn looked good. He looked really Finn strong. Looked good until he lost, and then he got squashed by Rey Mysterio. He, he came squashed. out of he he squashed. He got squashed, but he got he got. It wasn't out of nowhere pin. It was no, he had with the six one nine to the dumb uh, drop. No, the frog splash. My point frog was, he, splash. he had a lot of he had a lot of momentum, and then it just kind of died down super quick. I mean, it's unfortunate. Like, uh, this is a series match. I mean, unless you're gonna give them an hour like last year. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna have to rush through things. They, they gave him 25 minutes, roughly. Yeah. yeah. 24 to be exact, but, you know. On the dime. Um, match ends with... Okay, so, know, before, you, before, we, before we get there, I said this off the air. Mm -hmm. It's like Shane McMahon was the last guy on SmackDown's team. He's Braun the best Stro in the world. He should be. Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley are the last three guys on their team. Now... For story purposes, purpose, I think they should book it this way. And now we enter Shay's fantasy booking. Oh, Shay's fantasy booking. Braun's out inside the ring. Tells Drew, tells Bobby, let's get in the ring. Let's get this guy. Right. Okay, they surround him. Shane is pleading. All of a sudden, Braun Strowman turns on Drew, turns on Bobby Lashley. We find out later on. Smackdown, next to, the the next Smackdown, Braun Strowman switches sides because he had, he he struck a deal with Shane McMahon. You help Smackdown win, and you have WWE Championship opportunity anytime, anywhere. <laughs> Basically, uh, a money in the bank, which you, like you can say. And I thought that that would be a fantastic story to tell. It would make sense because then Braun would then be covering his his. But on both sides, mm -hmm. he made a deal with Steph. Mm -hmm. So Brawl wins, he wins. Mm -hmm. He makes a deal with Shane. If SmackDown wins, he wins. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yo, that would have been great. Plus, it adds some intrigue, adds some excitement. It gives SmackDown a win. No one, I mean, no, no one, one would have saw that coming. No. When I saw that, I was, dang, that would have been some good booking, man. The only problem with that is he's in the middle of the thing with um he with made, Ben Corbin. And what you said yeah. earlier was. He made the universal title mean like the world to him, so yeah. he wouldn't do it that way. Right. <clears throat> and then you would have to really have Drew carry the load on Raw. And I don't think he's ready for that yet. Almost. That's what he's, he's, he's like a sneeze away from being there. Drew, a champion royal, of the people. A Royal Rumble win. And that's it. I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see Drew winning the Rumble. Mm -hmm. I told you, he's my he's my lock. I'm, I'm not changing it. Sorry me. So, that was what the final three was Drew, Braun, and Lashley mm -hmm. versus uh, Shane McMahon, and they Miz. they made no like um, they weren't trying to play around with us. Nope. They they weren't gonna add any suspense or any tension. No, just running power slam. You're one, dead. One two three. One two three. <laughs> Let's Braun. go home. Braun. Baron Corbin tried. He attacks Braun, and then he books it. The rest of the team on the ramp and. That's that because at TLC, we get Braun versus Baron Corbin, where Baron Corbin will die. Rose up, four zero on their card, <sighs> four to one on our card. Whoopsie. 
Next, we had the what was supposed to be women's championship for championship match was to be Ronda Rousey, the Raw Women's Champion, versus Becky Lynch, the SmackDown Women's Champion. But unfortunately, because of the heat, the heat machine, heat factory, that is Botchplex Nia Jax, <laughs> Becky is mm. out, and Charlotte was a replacement. Now, I thought this match was okay. Considering the two combatants, I think Ronda Rousey is getting better with every match. Mm-hmm. I still don't think she's, you know, top billing yet. But she's getting better in the ring, and I think that's all you could ask for from Ronda. Charlotte did what Charlotte does. The end of the match and the post of stuff in this match was the highlight for everyone. Um, I, I agree with you. Uh, I thought this was a very good match for Ronda, mm-hmm. and it was just an okay match for Charlotte. Sure. Um, what they seemed to nail with this match was the finish. Yeah. Yeah, the, the execution of the finish, uh, again, was something that I did not see coming, mm. um, and I loved every second of it. The thing is that WWE has consistently messed up their finishes. and As, of, as of, of late, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this was one finish that they, they finally got you know, on the mark, I think, for what they could have done, given the circumstances and such. I think that um, this was the safest finish, mm-hmm. where it protects Charlotte, it protects Ronda. So let's talk about the finish. Let's go over the finish a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's a point where they're both backstage, and I mean, not backstage, outside the ring, and Ronda's chasing after Charlotte, and Charlotte turns around, but unbeknownst to everybody, has a kendo stick. Because she's off camera. Because she's off camera. She was at a kendo stick and just unloads on Ronda Rousey in the midsection. And at first, we're like, why? So we're like, well, I, okay, DQ, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she just wails on her. She unloads, breaks a kendo stick, pulls a second kendo stick. Again, continues to just wail on her, on her back, her arms, her legs. Her she got in the head once, where I was like, oh, she got her head, she got her head, she got her in the head. She, she beat her like she owed her money. <laughs> she certainly did. And Charlotte, her face is just, like, intense. Like, mm-hmm. she's losing it. She's seething. She's tearing. She's angry. Her face is red. Rhonda's mouth is bloody. She's got welts forming. And it was just, and the crowd is chanting, thank you, Charlotte. They're, they're, you know, chanting Becky, which... I'm sorry, you want to say something? No, you, uh, you can go. Okay, <laughs> which segues into what I was saying. I feel like what they did, and I think this is partly because Ronda's so green, mm-hmm. I think WWE had the match laid out, and then when Char- when Becky went out, they said, okay, just do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Ronda's do exactly what we planned for you and Becky. Just Charlotte's gonna do it instead, and they went to Charlotte and said, "All right, this is what we're doing. We're doing this, 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 that, and that, and that, mm. and finish with this, this, and that." And that. Mm. Because Charlotte could, she could pick up the ending to a match yep. like that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So they did that. They went through the beats, and then I think Charlotte's finish was what Becky was supposed to do, because it's completely out of character for Charlotte. Mm. For her to attack her that way and to seem that angry and like she's going crazy and blah blah blah, and then just a relentless attack. I'm like, doesn't make any sense for Charlotte. If this was Nia Jax, I'd understand. Right. Right. But it just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if that was Becky, mm-hmm. that would have made all the sense in the world. Yeah. So I think that's what happened. But the crowd was all on Charlotte's you, side. You missed the most important chant was them chanting to Ronda Rousey, you deserve this. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. You deserve this. Um, and that, what, did, what did, uh, was it, Corey or, or Michael Cole that was like, Corey's never been brutalized this badly? Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Jeremy I think I'm the only one that like you consistently watch watches. UFC. I'm the only one that consistently watches UFC between the three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, like, I've never seen Ronda Rousey brutalized this bad. And I was like, you must forget the other blonde that beat the bejesus out of her, <laughs> Holly Holm. I was like, Ronda Rousey's probably getting like flashbacks to when she got head kicked. She's like, I, I, she, her leaving the ring with like the defeat. And the the sadness in her face. Bro, she got booed. Not only did she get booed, but I, I think I was the only one that caught this. Maybe you know, if anybody's listening, comment. Let me know if you caught this. Also, is <clears throat> there was a guy who screamed at her, "You deserve this!" And she looked at him. 
And she goes, you're not a real man. And she just kept walking. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. Ronda Rousey love affair is starting to end. And I was trying to, so. I see, I don't think so. No? No. Because... I think with the diehards, you, myself, mm -hmm. um, I think we're we're over the whole Ronda Rousey thing. Right. I think the casual fan that, that like that likes Ronda Rousey and this and that, they'll be happy that she comes to to their town. Mm -hmm. L. A. Over it. They don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. New York. They go to North Dakota or something like that. Okay. They're, they're going to be, hey, the best but, woman on the planet. This is now two pay per views in a row where she was not. Like a full on, like the cheering baby base at Evolution, it was split 50 50. Mm -hmm. You know, we were in the crowd, and mm -hmm. fortunately, there was plenty of support for Nikki Bella. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw more Nikki cosplay and more Nikki support, and they were chanting louder. I'm getting Nikki. flashback and it's in my head. <laughs> and there were more chants for Nikki than there were for Rhonda. So now, this is two pay per views in a row where Rhonda's not getting the biggest pops in her mm -hmm. match. So, I think she lost all that flash and pizzazz, and I think it's... I think it's just a matter of, you know, the same thing as the Roman Reigns effect, because, you know, whenever WWE pushes someone that the wrestling fans know or feel, like, you've been here for a second, like, earn it a little bit. I'm not saying Sasha, I mean, Sasha, I'm not saying that Ronda's not working for her, because she is. I'm not taking that away from her, but she just got here, like, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole plethora of women behind her that have been doing this for decades plus. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, and people see that. Her promoter, god awful. That's like, I, I, we said this after the match, I, we're not looking forward to Raw. I don't want to watch Raw at all tomorrow. I want to watch SmackDown, 205 Live, and NXT and call it a day. So, yeah, where do you think this leaves us? I mean, so they said, I think they mentioned it, but. Her and Nia are set on that. Well, Nia, Nia Jack had one of the, the Battle Royal mm -hmm. at Evolution, so right. she's next in line. Next pay per view is TLC in December, so they're going to play that. Ronda's going to beat her. I don't. Ronda's uh, going to beat yeah, her easy. Probably, yeah. I don't yeah. think easy. If, I think it will be easy. If Ronda and Charlotte went 14, if she went 14 with Charlotte, she's not going within 10 with, with Nia Jax. Well, she, she's not going to go. For Ronda's health, I hope they'll go more than yeah, 10 with She's not going to go more than 10 minutes because Nia Jax hurt her. At least they did like a six minute, seven minute match and let Ronda just give her the arm bar and call it a day. And then deny it back to NXT. I read something the other day. It was about Vince and uh, I think Kevin Dunn. Is that right? right? Uh, and they were not happy at all with Nia and they won't scale back or push or halt it. Nia, Nia's push. The problem with Nia is that she's like, there's too much behind Nia. Right now, yeah, right now, like, she has a lot of heat and to halt her push would be. Um, well, would be more, I think what would be more detrimental is if they keep throwing her into situations where she could possibly injure someone else. I, I completely agree with you, but there's ways to get around that. You keep her on TV, getting heel heat in non-contact activities. Either that or squash matches. Or squash matches, all the while on the house show circuit or backstage she's training because they, like, they have practice rooms and, and stuff like that. They, they could do work. that. Because they, they work on matches. That's going to my thing is, that's going to take time. I mean, she's been doing it for a couple years now, and apparently she still hasn't figured it out. But that's that's the that's where WWE has put themselves into this position. That's that's their fault. They're not to blame but themselves. Correct. But, but that's wrong. What about SmackDown? On. Hold on. What about uh, Charlotte? Where do you think she's going? That, that's why I'm very intrigued to see what happens on SmackDown, because I want to see how they play this. I'm concerned that they're going to make this a long thing, which tells me that Becky's going to be out for a long time. Now, the thing with concussions, mm -hmm. concussions are indefinite. You can be, you can go a week, mm -hmm. or you can be months. months. Yeah. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. She says, I mean, she says she feels fine. Becky wants to be out there. Becky says she feels fine, but if they don't clear her, then she's not cleared. Like, mm -hmm. in the story. I mean, we saw this, I mean, you and I are hockey fans. You saw this happen with Sidney Crosby, mm -hmm. where he swore up and down he was fine, and, and they were just like, not. no. And then he came back on the ice. He wasn't fine. Mm -hmm. So, mm. I, I'm i worried that Becky's concussion is worse than she thinks. And they're setting up Charlotte to, to run loose for a while. My thing is, like, you, you may have to take the belt off of Becky. Yep. For that. She well, in. Rumor has it that they want to set up Ronda versus Becky at Mania anyway. 
So you take the belt off of Becky now, let her get healthy, and then she just shows up on Raw, and they have that Mania match. I would hate for them to do that. I would actually like it, because if Becky actually goes over, then that... Becky's on fire right now. Yeah, and, but if she turns it's, her... It's, she's it's like, health right now. Yeah, right would now. You rather, would you rather a Becky Lynch at 50% or, or a Becky Lynch at 100% is not something to mess now. with. Uh, we don't know how bad it is, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're yeah. not doctors. So let her let her sit out until she's healthy. Uh, I guess. I mean, if, if she's well, really no, hurt, of no course let her. No. If she's really you hurt... You want to and, and situation all over again? Okay. Oh, steroids and concussions also. Okay. And that's and still... That's still of unconfirmed. Like, what you call it. Four minus one is three from maths, okay? Anyway, what I would like, if I was to be optimistic about it, I want this to them to make this into a um, just a rematch clause match with, with her and Charlotte. But uh, there's no rematch. Why not? Or was there a clause? No championship was was like no title, didn't she? Oh no, that was rematch at. Um, I'm sorry, they gotta stop throwing these papers so close to each other. freaking way. The main event. No, not the main oh, event. My my scorecard. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shades. I'm sorry. Raws up <laughs> five to one on our scorecard. On their scorecard, 5 0. My scorecard, still undefeated. Shut up. Cold. Anyway. Main event. The main event. The. I was going to call him the Irish, but we're a PG show. We can't do that. Um, and he's not Irish. <laughs> Shame is coming in? The yellow belly scoundrel that is. Daniel Bryan, Boo. the WWE champion. Boo. Daniel Bowen. SmackDown Zone. Boo. Versus the no, Beast. No, no. Bork Lesnar. Bork Electric. The Universal Bork. Champion. Bork. 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 So, you alluded to this when you saw Daniel Bryan come down the, the, the ramp. Yes. And he started doing sort of a uh, monkey roll. Yes. And the first thing I thought of was John Jones, because again, UFC is oh, yeah. on the brain. Okay. Um, and then you told me about Daniel Bryan. Like, this this was booked years ago. Right. So, before Daniel Bryan had all his concussions and whatnot, there was the next Mania event. It was, I want to say, 31. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania 31 was supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania, the main event. Mm -hmm. And the word on the street was that Daniel Bryan had been working on this new monkey style that he was going to debut at WrestleMania to go up against Brock. Mm. How is he going to beat him? He had to you know, bring out something new. So he had been working on this monkey style. And so that's part of the reason why we got this match to begin with is that we never got it back then. So they're doing it now. And so he's coming down the ring, to the ring, and he like, um, like a monkey. Kind, kind of, of crawls around. Yeah. Right. And I was like, nah, he not doing it. He doing it? And there's a few times during the match where he had like monkey-esque movements. And swaying and stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, huh. Interesting. That's a nice little callback for us internet nerds. <laughs> yeah, so, the match starts off with Daniel Bryan basically getting one leg kick in and then running around, kind of taunting Brock with a, you know, the, the Brock swaying and whatnot. Um, after that, it was the Brock Lesnar show. This is the longest squash match in history. Yeah. I 18, mean, almost 19 minutes 19 of minutes? squash city. I mean, Daniel Bryan got some offense in at the end, but for the most part, it was Bro. Brock Lesnar, belly to belly, German suplex, belly to belly. When German he did suplex. that first June release, I was like, he's going to kill him. And then he started doing the belly to bellies, and I was like, okay, good, because at least he can take like, the regular back bump. Mm -hmm. But he went back to the German, I think, two more times, and I was like, yo, you're going to kill this poor guy. Mm -hmm. But it was just squash the Jones, hit him with an F5, picked him up. Kept going. Kept saying all night long. All night long. What a like, weird southern accent. Well, that was midwestern the, accent. All night long. All night, all night long. long. All night long. No more accents. I'm like, bro, you're from Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota have they have accents? Yeah, but it's more like akin to Canadian than than southern. Southern. Yeah. But um, I mean, Daniel Burns started getting some offense in after. Brock had him like they were working stiff too. Little kick up, little kick up. He had, you know, um, like Daniel went when um, he had him in the yes lock, 
and Brock would like release the hold, Daniel was hitting him with like some stiff like shots to the face. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the running knees, I think, caught him flush to the face because his the was, last running knee. Yeah, because mm-hmm. his face was right afterward, like just that one side of his face. Working, but Brock likes working stuff. Yeah, he likes to feel the pain. Poor Sable. Here comes the pain. <laughs> That was his so, game 14 years ago, please. So, uh, Brock Lesnar goes over at 5. After... Oh, let me bring us into the to the finish. Brock Lesnar picks up Daniel Bryan the F5 and collapse. Because he was... Uh, Daniel Bryan was working the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately goes into the yes luck. Hasn't been there for... I would say about 45 seconds. Give or take. And I... I, I had... In England, that that uh, he was in him to tap. I was like, mm, he may actually tap. Brock Lesnar pulls his hand away. They transition to a triangle. Brock Lesnar picks him up. F five city. One two three ball game. Brock Lesnar beats Daniel Bryan. Yeah. The thing that stands out for me at the end of this match was, they show Daniel Bryan, and he kind of has this like, sadistic smile on his face Ooh, still. Like he enjoyed it. Like he wants more. I don't know how I feel about this. SmackDown's gonna be interesting though. I'm, I'm very intrigued to watch SmackDown this week. Well, not so much. I'm only watching it for you people, just so y'all know. Because we love you. Because we hit ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Maybe we'll just get to see Ronda cry herself to sleep. Or she'll, she'll just home. put us to sleep. <laughs> so let's let's talk. Let's talk ratings, boys. That was, you know. 2018 Survivor Series wrapped up. Matt, how many topes out of five? Don't be difficult and be like, 13 ham sandwiches. How many topes out of five? 2.23. Wait, that's such a is that it? Number. Wait, because that is weird. Matt, because two point, wait, like a, like a 2.25? 2. 2. 2. 2.25. That's the number I was looking for. There you go. Make me hate everything. How'd you go undefeated? Anyway. Jeremy. Yay! Talk to me. I'm the survivor. Honestly? Talk to me. Series. Give me your uh, The Cruiserweight Championship match and the end to the uh, women's singles match. Save this pay-per-view for me. Um, I went in, like, very, very low rating. Mm-hmm. I ended up at 1.5 topes. Okay. Ooh. For me, nothing about this pay-per-view made me hate it, mm-hmm. but nothing made me care. Mm-hmm. Except for, like you said, the cruiserweight match and the end of the women's match, women's uh, singles match. So, for that alone, I'm going to say a very low two, like just crack two topes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, w- I don't want to say two and a half, because... It's definitely not two and a half. Yeah, just... yeah, no. There was, nothing, there were there was nothing. decent moments. Right. There wasn't any spectacular showings of a single match. I agree. Match. Nothing, again, That's nothing made me go, oh my god, what an atrocity. That makes me go lower than two. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of always start at 2.5. And then you gotta work your way you know, up or down. For me, I always started at zero. Okay. Um, this pay-per-view actually started off in the negative for me. Because <laughs> I, I, I did not want to watch this pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean... The build's a mess. Mm-hmm. The build's so, all over They had like two weeks was, to like, build it, there. and then everything changed last week. So like, but Buddy Murphy, like Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali, they got him up. Like, if that match was not on this card, oh, I'm, we're talking about a one two a easy have a tope. Yeah, we're well, I, I would have given it a one tope. I was trying to remember what what we talked about when we talked about a backlash or a payback. Which one was worse? The backlash, backlash, was backlash was the, the, the worst pay-per-view yeah, of the year, right? Awful. That was a stinker. I was like, so my, my bar was like, is this as bad as Backlash? I know you were going to say I knew you were going to do that. Stop I was doing it. in my head the entire time. Uh, for those audio listeners out there, of course, Jeremy had to put his thumb out like he's the bar. He's part of the bar. I'm not part of the bar. I am, I am the bar. The bar. <laughs> I think that's going to about wrap up our episode, our review of 2018's WWE Survivor Series. Thank you all for listening. Again, you're listening to us here on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapple number two Apple. Number two. You may also be catching us on the Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. So thank you all for listening. 
Don't forget to catch us on Wednesday morning when we talk about the week that was in wrestling outside of Survivor Series. We'll catch you all next time. Peace. Peace. Watch next time.